0: Welcome to episode 25 of Star Stones and Stories from Star Seeds to Earth Seeds. I'm going to share with you in this episode about my latest offering, Earth Seed, a nine week live experiential course, and also guide you on the frequencies that are coming in with this Aries new moon. We speak a little bit about the astrology over the time from the Aries new moon leading up to the weekend before the Scorpio Buddha full moon and culminate with a integrative journey into the void. <laughs> Welcome to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you are into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, kundalini technology, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, Sacred site activations and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work at Ramatribe.com or follow ramatribe on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and support the work at patreon.com backslash rama tribe. This is Community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to another episode of Stars, Stones, and Stories. I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you. It's been 11 months now since I began this podcast, and quite a journey it has been. And I'm really grateful for those of you who circle back again and again. So I invite you to. Let me know what you love about the podcast, what you want to see more of. I've heard a number of you loud and clear, no guests anytime soon. And I'll continue in this solo storytelling, meditative, astrological, cosmic wisdom keeping alongside with you in this way for some time. So have no fear about that. And if you do know of someone who would you think would be an amazing guest, I'm certainly open to it. However, I put it out there last podcast and people emphatically wrote back, no, we just want to hear you. So my prayer has always been that this is like a ceremony of gathering together. It's very much like that for me. Um, I'm house-sitting for a friend, and so there's different sounds than there normally would be, and I'm in a different space from what I'm used to recording in. These podcasts are a form of ceremony, and with that, you have an idea, you have a flow, and you also have to give way to the divine, to spirit, and what wants to come through. And sometimes birthing an episode is really challenging, (laughs) Today has been one of those days. I've been recording this off and on for an hour, and it's just things are not aligning totally. And that's how it goes sometimes. It's the process of the artist, and we just feel feel the energy like you're needing clay to figure out what wants to be formed and what wants to be shaped. So with that, I just want to honor the fact that over time, there have been now 4,000 unique listeners and 63 countries represented within the Starstones and Stories community. So thank you for each one of you. And thank you for those of you who keep listening. I really appreciate your support. And if you're interested in booking a reading with me or an alchemical mentorship session or sessions, You may message support at earthseedtemplearts.com. And I'm also looking out for an amazing assistant. The person could live far away, so I'm open to that if they're really organized and technologically savvy and know how to run different kinds of platforms and social media. However, bonus points for anyone in the Asheville area. So if you're interested or know someone who may be, would be a really good fit, then they can message support at earthseedtemplearts.com. Hopefully you're receiving my weekly Venetian love notes. If not, go into the show notes and you may sign up through that link. And I would encourage you to do so. Next week, I will be hopefully fully unveiling my rebranding as I've been in the midst of a rebranding for a few months now, and it's been quite a process, to say the least. So I can't wait to share with you all how things are shifting in my world and what I want to be offering, and just the, the new energy I'm coming forth with. This Venus Day, this Friday... Mercury and Chiron have met up in Aries, and so that which we have been knee-deep in the depths of healing, particularly around our own interconnection to the divine masculine, is now being communicated through passionate Aries, Mercury in Aries. And honestly, it's like we're pioneering our paths to our future selves, With this massive Aries stellium where we've had right now, Chiron, Mercury, Ceres, the sun, Venus, and Aries are all in Aries. So there's this great energy flowing through the cosmos that if we harness it, it can offer enthusiasm and an inspirational stream that we haven't felt in quite some time. However, we want to be aware that we could be too coarse or reckless or irresponsible rash overly independent just abrasive right now as we're having so much of this energy that's about the warrior really the divine king energy but also it's it's super instinctual it's what emerges out of that collective consciousness that Pisces flows into And we get this instinctual independent self through the Aries energy. And the sun is being shone through this, our ability to heal through the maverick powers of Chiron, how we nurture with Ceres, how we love and what we value and how we create art and beauty and culture through Venus, how we communicate and learn and share ideas and thoughts through Mercury. And also our ability to allow chaos to clear out the cobwebs through the dwarf planet Eris. And with energy like this, because it's fiery and it's bold, grounding practices are so important to really temper this creative, fiery influence, in my opinion, to connect to earth daily is essential in these times and has become a very important part of my daily practice. And I want to share about that with you in a moment about this course Earthseed that I've created. Perhaps you've heard about it. And Earthseed has been emerging for like at least 18 months if not longer, because in many ways, it's a culmination of of my art and the way I've been practicing for many, many years. And I'm really excited to birth this offering publicly, finally, as it has been such a process of devotion. And if you know about devotion, it is not something that can be forced It is not something that can be faked, and it is a process that is a path, and like any path, there are dark patches, there are challenges, and there are highs and there are lows, and that's definitely been a part of the journey for me. And it, in many ways, has emerged out of this deep devotion that I feel to Mother Earth, And that I have felt to Mother Earth for really my entire life. It's that devotion, that connection that really keeps me grounded and in my body. And with the New Age movement, which, to be honest with you, the New Age movement is nothing new. In fact, if we really look at the roots of New Age consciousness, it all originates with indigenous wisdom from different cultures. Just as indigenous wisdom from different cultures, will all talk about how uh, people came from the stars, many different stars, and they seeded earth with consciousness. And these stories come through many different mythos with quite often whales and dolphins, swimming alongside boats full of these beings from other star systems. And the boats would be channeled through ley lines of light that these dolphins and whales would sing through their song. And this is ancient wisdom. It is primordial wisdom. And I would say a number of us really feel immensely close to the mythologies of starseeds and our starseed origins and the great Carl Sagan said, the cosmos are within us. We are made of star stuff. We are a way for the universe to know itself. And it is true. We are made of stardust. That has been proven. It is a fact. Many of us feel like we are or could be star seeds. Perhaps you find yourself constantly looking up at the sky, the night sky, the day sky, tracking movement of clouds and the sun and the moon and birds, watching the stars as they emerge through that period right after dusk. Perhaps you find you always look at different parts of the sky, no matter where you are on the planet. And those are probably places that you call home. You might find you're always looking at things more deeply, whether it's the sky or a situation or looking into a relationship or even your own emotions. And at times, emotionally, you may feel like you just don't belong here on earth And you're not quite sure how to fit in. You may even wish you could just go home. You probably feel quite empathic and animals and babies and the elderly may be drawn to you. You've probably been called an old soul or felt like you are. And with that, you really love to serve others you are most likely intuitive and also are here on some level to break down systems of authority that no longer serve. There's many different starseed origins. Some of the well-knowns would be the Syrian starseed collective, the Pleiades, the Seven Sisters, the Lyrians, the Andromedans, the Arcturians, The Zetas, the Orions, the Maldex, and the Draconians. There's so many I could keep going. Pegasus, any star cluster out there, any star space. And what... I think is most important to know is regardless of where we're from, we're here now, each one of us, we're here on earth now. And mother earth wants us to root and connect to her. She knows our name, she knows our dreams, she knows our stories. And our stories are part of her stories. And this is something I've come to deeply, deeply understand in my own Personal practice that when everything outside of me feels beyond control and just almost like a crazy circus act, the earth, Mother Earth, and the elements are that which continue to make sense. So, this coarse earth seed offers essential principles and practices. For personal empowerment in these radical times, it is an opportunity to discover a potent set of nature based modalities to help you develop an authentic, intimate connection that's grounded with the cycles of life on earth that usher you to your elegant vitality, to your embodied presence, and victorious resilience. I know that deep within your bones, you yearn for an intimate, grounded connection with all of life. You desire an authentic practice that instills the ability to live anchored to Mother Earth while connecting to the highest wisdom beyond the stars. You know that you came to move mountains of your ancestral lineage through the simplicity of slowing down with creation's rhythms, softening to the gentle beauty of nature and living with elegance. I believe you aspire to wake each day rested and restored so that you may seamlessly access your creativity and intuition. I know you wish to develop and maintain strong boundaries so that you may experience meaningful relationships While radiating confidence in your abilities. Through your inherent wisdom and purpose, you have the ability to give back to both your community and the planet. The challenges in our day to day life, it is incredibly common to feel disconnected, meanwhile, being overloaded with too much information and not knowing which tool to use when. We live in a world that demands so much from us, and often we feel powerless. You might find that you feel a fear of living an unfulfilled life, yet unsure of how to initiate change, exhausted from endless scrolling on your device, perhaps comparing yourself to people you have never even met flat lethargic and inadequate from not honoring your boundaries debilitated from countless restless nights tossing and turning in your bed loneliness yet you are afraid to speak your truth and be fully seen the truth is over time humanity has fallen from the natural cycles of earth our understanding of these rhythms is distorted which results in a lack of self care and a spaced out existence. Our postmodern overculture has taught us that progress is measured through technological advancements. Meanwhile, each time we reach for a device, we get a dopamine hit to our brain that sends a cascade of hormones through the body. We are literally addicted to these devices technological upgrades come out left and right and we feel a race to keep up even though we don't even want or need the new device. We see the effects in our children and our environment as virtual reality becomes a potential means to distort further environmental and societal degradation. Technology is not going anywhere. We must find a way for healthy integration. And the truth is every moment is a miracle. When you live a lifestyle that is grounded in the solar and lunar cycles, you will naturally radiate from your own inner authority. By aligning with earth's rhythms, you will be tapped into the wisdom of the tides within your body. Through this process of alignment, you will learn how to anchor this intelligence through your physical body. This is why I created Earthseed. Through these techniques and knowledge offered in this transformative course, you will fall in love with yourself and the Earth all over again. By the end of this journey, you'll experience simple guidance and distilled information On how aligning with the rhythms of the sun and moon may support your life. An intimate connection with stones and crystals and an ancient Taoist lineage. These allies carry deep intelligence, a multitude of healing properties, and assist in activating and regulating your chakras. You'll also experience knowledge and practices to connect with the wheels of light within your body, which are the chakras. These are multi-dimensional vortexes of subtle energy which regulate your physical body, which includes your major organs, your endocrine, and your nervous system. Keeping your chakras clear and activated is essential to healthy boundaries and energetic sovereignty. You're also going to experience lasting tools that will inspire you to develop your own unique daily practice, cultivating vitality. The journey through Earthseed crafts a safe space for you to draw upon your own inner authority while also comprehending the importance of grounding as daily maintenance. It's just as important as flossing your teeth, as getting the oil changed in your car, as drinking water. The ability to manifest a life that is fully embodied with a strong connection to Earth Mother where you feel centered in your intuitive abilities and confident in anchoring cosmic energy. This is my prayer on how you're going to arrive at the end of this nine-week course. These codes of living will ultimately establish your life within a wellspring of empowerment, I would love for you to join Earthseed. We have such a beautiful community of people coming together. And I really see this more than a course. It is an opportunity to create an ecosystem of people all over the planet connecting devotion deep from their four chambers of their heart through their ancestral line right into Mother Earth. And it is an opportunity to go through this practice together and to learn something, but also truly to have a great experience together. So if you're interested in learning more about earth seed, I'm going to include a link, which you will find in the show notes and also, I just want to say that we begin on Tuesday, April 13th at 11 a.m. That's Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time or 6 p.m. GMT. All sessions are recorded. So if you can't come live, you can still join us. You will receive all the materials. And because we have a very safe um where we can connect, it's totally private, and it's just for us as an earth seed circle, there is this opportunity to share what our experiences are, how we're utilizing these practices, what's working, what's not, when questions arise, when you just want to reflect, that will be available. Now, my invitation to you in all of this is to understand that I have really come to this space of knowing that part of my work and my gift in the world is that I am a channel of magic. But the truth is, I didn't always own this. And, you know, thinking of my own course and life, it may not be strange, but growing up, I was always on the fringe of society. And with that, I struggled with inadequacy, feeling powerless and also restricted by the cultural norm. However, I've been on this journey ever since, I mean, it feels like it's been my entire lifetime, right? When I go back and I can reflect, but I've definitely been on an initiatory journey and it's been layer after layer after layer. And it was when I really came back to the Appalachian Mountains and settled in here with my family that I also realized I came here to heal, which a lot of people do come to these mountains to heal. It's a well-known vortex on earth for deep, deep healing. And when I say deep, I mean powerful ancestral healing. And what I've witnessed with the Appalachian Mountains is that If you're not really doing the work, you will get almost like booted out by this vortex. It is not an easy place to heal, but it is a pure place to heal in that way. And with that, I've been on a journey of sharing and teaching for quite some time. And I've also become really aware of the deep shadow that runs in spiritual communities I've personally experienced it. And because of that, I'm committed to sharing with you principles and practices so that you're empowered to utilize your own discernment, to cultivate your own unique process. And for me, that's like the baseline of what Earthseed is all about. It is about us coming together in community and we're learning and we're experiencing alongside each other. I'm just there to really hold the container, to root it, to make sure the space stays safe and in integrity and authenticity, and to provide the techniques, the tools, the information I've learned over time. However, I consider myself as a guide, as a steward, walking alongside of you in this journey. For me, what stands the test of time is communion with the elements. I love the natural world as both the dark and the light are welcomed. They are essential. My work is rooted in weaving what is most true for me, the human body, my ancestors, a deep love of Mother Earth, the rhythms of the sun and moon, the stars in the sky, the magnetism of the planets, The cosmic force of all of creation. Through this multifaceted yet simple practice, each day I manifest the life I love through an elemental attunement. For many years, my clients have been asking for a course that merges the tools of embodiment I have offered alongside the rich knowledge I passionately share. I believe Earthseed will build an ecosystem of visionary stewards to consciously shift our paradigm. And I'd love for you to join us. So again, check out the link in the show notes if you want to learn more. It's a nine-week course. We start on, on April 13th and we journey through June 8th. And each module is anchored by a different stone. We step into these different temples. We begin with the Temple of Garnet seeding the dream right after that Aries new moon, right after this beginning of the zodiacal wheel of the year. And you're going to learn so much about the seasons and the rhythms of the moon and the portals of your body, and how to sync it all up together so you feel completely sovereign. I'm honestly so excited to witness the transformation that we all go through. For me, I know that I get initiated in any offering I create. I go through an initiation before the offering. And (laughs) to be honest with you, This one has been full on and I shouldn't be surprised because for me, this is a really big deal to create an offering like this. I'm not just slapping together some online course. I've put my heart and soul into this on every layer. In addition to the nine different modules and the teaching materials and the group forum that we're going to be able to come together with, I have all these amazing bonuses that I'm offering and they're my works of art. Like that's really truly what they are. And so I just, it's like creating one living, breathing installation. We don't know what will happen until we go through the experience and the people who have said yes so far are so amazing And I know we're going to come together and really grow and evolve and push each other to the next level. And in these times, we need communities like this. So if you're feeling the call, please join us. It will be for a blessing for you, for your lineage, and for Mother Earth. She needs us now more than ever to claim her, those of us whom we know we are from the stars we came here to earth in service and devotion to her and she needs us she needs us now more than ever to say yes we belong here our medicine we're ready to fully awaken it and embody it and share it with our beloved earth community as the weekend continues we enter this dark of the moon phase It is the void, it is the stillness, a time of reflection, shedding, dissolving. And for many of us, we are part of a culture that is still learning how to let go, how to honor loss, how to honor death. We're in this balsamic phase of the moon, it is the void. And through stillness, we may find both intensity and magic. So we're at a really powerful time to go deep within. And as we go deep within, we're preparing for this Aries new moon. So the Aries new moon is exact on Sunday, April 11th at 10:30 p.m. And the Aries new moon in my opinion is always one of the most important new moons of any calendar year of any wheel of the year. The Aries new moon is the beginning of the zodiacal wheel of the year. And so it is a time of setting seeds for not only the next lunar cycle, but for the next year to come. And we could, you know, we could take this back to our conversations around the Great Conjunction. This would be the first Aries new moon of the age of Aquarius, so it is like a great reset on many levels. And as I cast this chart for Asheville, we have Scorpio as the rising, and the path of fortune is right on that Scorpio rising, which makes it a really powerful time to set your intentions at the exact moment of the Aries new moon. So on in the Eastern time zone, that would be 10.30 PM, 7.30 PM Pacific time on Sunday, April 11th. And Mars rules both Scorpio and Aries. And it's really interesting because Mars is in Gemini and Mercury is in... Aries. So Mars and Mercury are in what we could call mutual reception. Each one of them is in the other planet's home sign. And so there's a way that they can switch frequencies. And if they switch frequencies, then we have Mars in its home sign. Mars ruling the chart, and Mars making the stellium with Chiron with Ceres, with the moon and the sun, and Eris and Venus. So this is a powerfully instinctual new moon, all about new beginnings, casting the seeds, casting a wide net, really dreaming the dream, not getting caught up in the day-to-day But holding that instinctual vision, you don't have to understand how it's all coming together. This isn't about nuts and bolts. This is about the courage to feel instinctually. What are you called to from deep within your body? What lights you up? Where's your passion? Where's your drive, your inherent drive to do to create, to be bold, to be in love on this planet. And that's what you want to follow with this new moon. And that's the space and the place you want to make your intentions from. It is to have warriorship, the courage to move forward, and the courage to keep up in these times. These times, we know they're radical and they're freaking intense. They're really hard. Some days are extremely dark and dismal, right? And some days just feel like there's so much beauty and there's so much possibility. It's just palpable. You can taste it. And we're in such intense times that we feel things so deeply right now. And a lot of people out there are very overwhelmed with all of the feelings that they're going through. And so the collective energy is very frenetic. So it's important we find ways to anchor into the earth so that we can stay true to ourselves because it is so easy to get swept up right now. And I say this from my own personal experience. It is very easy. And so we must continue to circle back with our practices. And this new moon has so much creativity in it. It's about what we're we're casting, what we're passionate about, what brings us pleasure, and also our service in the world. And how do we want to show up for it? And with this new moon, Venus is parallel the sun and Mercury is parallel the moon. So when Venus is parallel the sun, it's almost like Venus and the sun are directly conjunct. And so it adds to the fact that they're already conjunct. So it amplifies their energy. And Venus is in Aries and she's still like, she's challenged in her like warrior gear. You know, she's got her regalia on. She has sword and her shield, and she's ready to defend and she's ready to really stand for what she believes in, to take her sword of truth and cut through any distortions and any deceptions. And she's directly conjunct the seat of the soul, whereas Mercury is parallel the moon. So it's like this direct conjunction between Mercury and the moon, how we think and how we feel, and how we communicate, and how we learn, and also remember that mutual reception between Mercury and Mars. It's like Mars is directly conjunct the sun. So Mars, our instinct, our will, our drive. This is a lunar cycle to uh, like really be cautious and careful to not be overly rash about anything. Do your best to avoid any sort of conflict. Take into yourself, how may I show up as a deep spiritual warrior within this lunation and stand for what I believe in with a heart full of love. And the moon and the sun unite at 23 degrees Aries the Sabian symbol of this is a pregnant woman in light summer dress. It is all about fecundity. It is all about fertility. It is where there is this masculine desire and the feminine wish for fulfillment where they both come together and they're integrated through the divine child that is created so it's like this holy trinity between the divine feminine the divine masculine and the divine child and with this it is all about fruition it is all about fulfillment now the star sparks for 23 aries is a bottled labeled drink me It is how a force of events clears away who we thought we were and brings us to a deeper space beyond the known. It is about sudden clarity that shifts mountains of intentions to a completely different octave being taken away by storm, where cosmic worlds are urgently coming through and where we must make room for that which is unexpected as events could never have arranged this way in your wildest dreams. Now in this new moon, there's also some interesting things happening. Juno is going retrograde. She's in Sagittarius and Juno is the asteroid goddess of what we want in divine partnership. And so she is going into a deeply reflective mode around what She feels like she wants at this time around that. And most notably, Venus squares Pluto. So I mentioned to you how Venus is in her regalia with her sword and her shield, and it's like she's directly conjunct to the sun through that parallel connection. And then she's squaring Pluto. So it's this conflict. The challenges exist wherever you are still holding on to the old, outworn paradigms. And each one of us is doing it somewhere in our lives. And so we need to allow that which no longer reflects our own inner truth to completely dissolve. Whatever there is left that needs to be surrendered, it's time. In this Aquarian age, this quantum Aquarian age that we are now within, each one of us must, we must live our value systems, which means that we are building our intuition and our instinctual connection. We are rebuilding it through Mother Earth, right? As we claim ourselves as children of the Earth, we have that ability to fully become these Alive, instinctually wise beings, where we inherently trust and act from our guts, where we live from our hearts, and we have a willingness to speak our truth and to really, from that space, be able to tap into the collective consciousness. So, this Venus square Pluto is giving us an opportunity to cleanse from the dense programs, to steer our minds away from the old stories, from the attachments to the old grids and the outdated mindsets as we're rebuilding, as we're rebirthing anew. Now, this new moon has so many beautiful layers to it. And this is a time of year where we're very much connected to that Ostara frequency, the fecundity, the fertility of the egg, connecting into the cosmic egg of creation, where we could say there's seven layers and each layer has seven universes. So within that, we are in this universe, this multiverse of Terra-Gaia, and we are in an expression of quantum expansion. Now, as we move through the rest of the astrology beyond this Aries new moon, on Wednesday, April 14th, Venus rises up as an evening star in one of her home signs of Taurus. So she's going to be much more content, much more relaxed. She is deeply connected to the earth and her own fertility and softness and beauty and giving in that space. And so all of our relationships and our connection to prosperity is going to become Richer in the sense of it's going to become earthier and more grounded and more stable. and some of the energies are going to start to significantly slow down. On Friday, May 16th, the Sun squares Pluto. So Pluto and Capricorn and the Sun and Aries bringing tension. This tension of where we keep checking in with that which we're letting go of. We're checking in, how are we doing with all of these shifts and these changes? And Mercury and Eris are also conjunct the sun. And so there is chaos and discord being communicated. This is a time that might feel particularly intense, also on Saturday, the 17th of April. And then as we come to Monday, April 19th, Mercury and the sun move into Taurus. And so the energy is just really going to start to get more grounded and more um, steady. And you think of that luscious bull like laying in the field with the dewy grass and That first daybreak is coming through, the sun is beaming out, and just that transition, that otherworldly transition from dark to light, and that sensuality of the moistness of the earth and the scent of the flowers and the textures of earth. This is the season of Taurus that we're moving into. And as we move into it, The following day, Vesta is direct, and we have this first quarter moon, so we're building from our intentions. And then on April 22nd and 23rd, that Thursday and Friday, Venus comes to conjunct Uranus and Taurus. And so she's making her circle back with Uranus and Taurus really giving us another opportunity to check in what are our values? How are they aligned? Are we syncing them up with how we live our lives? Wherever we are not fully congruent, it is an opportunity to make that become more aware and to create a priority around the congruency. And that brings us to An inspirational idea that you really utilize this Aries new moon and allow it as we rebirth with the zodiacal wheel of the year. Imagine that you're emerging from this collective cosmic consciousness with your dreams and your intentions for both the lunar cycle to come and the next 13 moons. I encourage you to cast your net deep, wide, and far. Consider your month to come, your year to come, the next five years ahead, and the next 25-year vision, which will bring you through to the completion of Pluto in Aquarius, when we will have fully anchored in collectively into the age of Aquarius. So we're on this like 22-year journey right now of settling and anchoring into the Aquarian Age. And these intentions that we're seeding now are helping to propel us like that stardust to our future selves. And if you go back to my episode on the Great Conjunction, it was episode 16 around the Sagittarius Total Solar Eclipse and i encourage you to create a honey jar for that in that new moon i'm going to encourage you to do the same for this one and so i would recommend that you write your intentions i'm easily and effortlessly finding myself dot 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 and create anywhere from 2 to 10 intentions for yourself over the next 13 moons what you want to seed what you want to grow And as you're crafting those intentions, cast that nut far and wide. So think about what you're seeding and growing and how it's going to get you to the next space and place. Remember, you don't need to know all of the nuts and bolts, all of the details. Think about how you want to feel in your day-to-day. What sort of scenery, living environment are you in? What kind of people are you surrounded by and how do you connect with them? Who is your community and how do you serve? And how do you connect with Mother Earth? How do you give back? How do you walk in right relationship with yourself and your ancestors? And from this list of intentions, I would invite you to write the list down again, and you're going to fold it up on a small sheet of paper. And make sure everything you're utilizing is as natural as possible. So some natural recycled paper if you can, something that is very biodegradable, and you're writing with some sort of ink, not a pencil, and you fold this up, and then you're going to place it in a jar. And you can place in the jar perhaps some small crystals, some flowers, Anything that feels sacred to you that comes from your heart that is biodegradable. And you're going to cover this jar with honey. And you're going to take this jar and place it on an altar or on a sacred space, table, anywhere where you feel called. And you're going to place a tea light or a small candle on it. And you're going to burn it, the candle. Every night, and if you want, you can even reread your intentions from your original piece of paper. As you light the candle, you can speak them aloud, and you can ask that the candle draw the light of your ancestors and the light of all the high holy beings to be present with you as you magnify the potency of this offering you're creating And you're going to continue to do this for as many nights as you feel called, perhaps even all the way up to the Scorpio Buddha full moon, which is what I would highly recommend. And that Buddha full moon is on a Sunday, no, Monday, April 26th. And if you want, you can... Add a little something to the jar every day if you feel called. Maybe some flowers, whatever feels right to you. Trust your intention and your instincts, right? This is how we're coming into our own empowerment. And then on that Scorpio Buddha full moon, you're going to find somewhere where you live, somewhere sacred, and you're going to offer this honey jar. Now, when you offer the honey jar... You're going to empty the contents out, so you're not going to leave the jar in nature. You're just going to empty the contents out. So you might want to bury the contents. You might want to dig a little hole, or perhaps you live near a sacred river and you want to offer it to the river with some milk would be really beautiful as well, and perhaps even some fresh flowers. And you're going to offer in the way that feels really good to you i encourage you to trust your own medicine here believe in your magic and may this offering be for a blessing for your lineage for your ancestors and for our earth collective As we prepare for this meditative journey, I invite you to find a way to take care of any and all distractions, silencing your devices, taking care of your biological needs, closing the door of whatever space you're in, or finding a way to be out in nature and you're gonna come and sit or lie down perhaps if you're lying down and you're in a room you want to place your legs up the wall so if you're gonna do that you're gonna come and bring your bottom all the way to the wall and lift your legs up so you're fully supported make sure your body is covered and warm And allow yourself to begin to sink into this space imagine as you sink into this space you're sinking deep into the heart of the earth feeling the soil just hug your body in the most nourishing of ways feeling yourself relaxing deeper and deeper with each inhale and each exhale And you feel this wave of relaxation traveling from the soles of the feet spiraling all the way up through the ankles and the calves and the shins, all the way up through the thighs, deep into the pelvic bowl and the hips and your sacrum swirling up through your spine and your digestive organs, your womb space, all the way up through the lungs and into the heart, through the shoulders, down the arms, the elbows, out through the fingertips, and bringing that energy back up, up through the shoulders, through the neck through the head and the front of the face, the sides of the face, the jaw, all the way to your crown, relaxing the root of your tongue, the teeth, relaxing the crown of your head. And you begin to feel the starry Wisdom that is all around you, knowing that the beauty of the sky completely envelops all of Earth, feeling the beauty of Mother Earth below you and all of her beings loving you, your unique harmony and signature. And as you lie here, you allow yourself to go deeper and deeper into this relaxation so that every cell just completely lets go. Your mind allows the process with ease and grace, and you find yourself slipping into a dark void, a wet moist dark void as if you're deep within the galactic center herself the great cosmic womb of creation and you feel yourself in this dark void swimming and spiraling and swirling and as the elliptical orbit moves you and all of your bodies you find yourself moving with the speed of light and this dark void in this orbit so that anything that is not of your purity of consciousness, anything that is not of your soul's truth begins to slip and fade away like a multitude of stardust. Yet you are becoming more and more of your entire essence of who you've always been and who you always will be. It is just now here, magnetized front and center as you move in this orbit and this void and you spiral into a space of deep stillness. You allow all of you to become completely still, heavy, and full. you find yourself in a deep black chamber of healing the dark is so dark yet you feel completely held like a thousand arms have wrapped around you and you begin to hear a soft hum it is the hum of your creation song this hum begins to fill every cell of your being with your pure resonance your pure frequency your unique code of signature and you allow this to fill up all of your being radiating out into all of your organs. From here, you begin to draw the breath in longer and deeper, becoming more present to your physical vessel, your temple body. You allow that inherent connection between your starry seed origins and your earthling origins. Fill up all of who you are, just as you have that inner divine masculine, that inner divine feminine, and that inner divine child fully united within your being. And as you draw your breath longer and deeper and bring your awareness back into your body, you feel this instinctual awakening, this restoration, this reclamation of who you are and who you've always been. And you harness this royal courage. And you begin to wiggle through the fingers and the toes and circle through the wrists and the ankles. Inhale, stretch the arms up overhead. Lengthen from the fingers to the toes. If your legs are up the wall, slowly begin to slide them down and come and lie over to one side. Take a moment with the knees and towards the chest. Breathing long, deep breaths. When you're ready to emerge, you'll slowly come up to sit and take some time to breathe, to integrate, perhaps to continue to meditate. May Isis heal me as she healed her son Horus of all the pains which were brought on him. Thou, great enchantress, heal me. Save me from all evil, things of darkness, from the epidemic and deadly diseases and infections of all sorts that spring upon me, as thou hast saved and freed Horus Free me from all possible evil, hurtful things of darkness, from epidemic and deadly fevers of all kinds. And so it is. sharing sacred space my prayer is that we awaken to the reality that we are a hologram for the collective by being fierce in our authentic truth we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet earth crystallize your medicine